A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. Proverbs 25. Hey, Brian Phillips here. It's good to be here on the Grace Ops podcast today. Excited to be with you. You know, I was walking, uh, I was out hanging out the other day, having lunch with some of my buddies. We had some Grace Ops gear on. The lady who was uh, serving our table she says, what's Grace Ops? I had to think quick on my feet because I thought, I don't want to say, well, it's a it's we're empowering men to live upright and we're trying to help men. And, you know, I didn't want to just talk about men. I wanted to kind of find a way to, cause we're really empowering families, but we want to go after the heart of a man. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh, what do I say? And right away it came to me. I said, well, grace ops is an appeal to men and women to actually live with virtue and character. She said, Oh, well, I'm interested in that. And there, there it is. We're appealing to an American culture. We're appealing to a church culture in a lot of ways, we've lost our moorings. We've lost our way. We've got to redeem, restore virtue, restore character, care again about the things that God cares about. So with all that said, subscribe to our podcast. Check out graceups.net. We're just getting started. I mean, we're just getting started in all this. But God, I believe, has massive plans how this is going to impact our country, men, families, women, even the globe. It's going to be an awesome thing to be part of. Get in, get into it, please. We're, we're, we're rolling out all kinds of stuff. We got all kinds of great ideas. We're, we're locking down and going after 2021 is going to be an amazing year. It's good to have you here on this podcast. Check us out. Subscribe to our email. We'd love that. All right. I want to dig into, to this podcast, to this episode. Talking about self-control. A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. I kind of think about the football analogy. I think about when a quarterback gets sacked. Yeah, the he was left without walls. <laughs> I mean, I think about things that are vulnerable. I think about even my own life at times. I, I say this quite often. It's not about perfection. It's about pursuit. And what I mean by that is, I can't, I got to care about the way I live my life. And I also can't get too bogged down when I make mistakes. So I got to deal with the mistake, but I can't let the mistake define me or bog me down. But I've also got to be in pursuit, progress, progressing towards a better outcome as well. So it's a, it's a beautiful, mysterious mess we all live and thank God for his help and his grace to to train us. I think about my own temper at times. I'm on a, I'm an impulsive guy. Like I love spontaneous to a degree. I mean, I'm also strategic and like to think things through. I'm very analytic. Analytical, but uh I, I think of my own temper sometimes and and how many times I've apologized to my kids. I don't know. I don't know if you I'm sure a lot of people can identify with this. I'm just, I'm a very passionate guy, but also don't want that to be an excuse. But here we go, right? Here's how it all works. I have the ability to control my behavior, but there's, there's times when I'm triggered or tired or hungry or maybe I don't even care what's going on in the moment. And that, that masculine bull in a china cabinet comes out. I'll never forget that when my marriage counselor said that to me. You're, you're the bull in the china cabinet and your wife's the, the butterfly and 
Like, yeah, he's probably right. And then, but you get married and then it gets put on display. <laughs> I love how marriage keeps us accountable. I love my wife. I love my kids. I love them. A whole, I love them so much. And there's times where I have to say, yeah, sorry. I let my temper get the best of me. I let it get the best of me. So in those moments, I'm, I'm not controlling myself. It's an interesting thought here that we're looking at. So in that moment, a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls, left without any type of fortified front, fortified protection, vulnerable, could be easily ravaged, taken advantage of. So self-control plays a huge part in our lives, and it's, it's almost kind of like a weird word to even talk about today because no one in the culture at large, political correctness is killing, I believe, killing virtue and even killing character. And I know there's a lot of people that disagree with that. They'll think I'm evil for saying it and they'll call me a hater and a phobic and all kinds of things. But political correctness is, is killing our society. This whole idea that we all get a trophy Let's erase competition. Let's erase any type of hierarchy of someone being better than me. Let's remove struggle, remove anything negative. Oh my gosh, we are creating some of the most pansy, soft individuals who don't know how to face defeat. They don't know how to face pain, suffering. I learned to be a better athlete because I got smashed on the football field. There were times I remember looking up to the, the blue sky and seeing the clouds stroll by. I can see it right now. Just dying to catch my breath because I just got hit so hard. Well, that motivated me to get in the gym even more. Run harder. Do, take two a day seriously. Pain and suffering helped me be a better person. Mountaintops and valleys are needed in our lives. We can't just go from mountaintop to mountaintop. We're, we, you're going to go through hard times. You're going to go through struggle. You're not always going to be on top. And I'm not trying to create a dog-eat-dog world. I don't, that's not healthy either. But this area of self-control, it's like it's hated today at large because everyone says I'm good. And if I'm good, then whatever I am today, whatever emotional, whatever type of emotional drama I want to put on the stage, well, that's just who I am and you can just deal with it. I don't have to control myself. See, self-control is actually about controlling your behavior. Behavior is rooted in identity. Identity fuels our behavior. How we see ourselves is how we act, period. Church culture kind of gets it wrong when they try to do behavior modification. And I think that has turned a lot of people off, maybe tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of people off. I mean, it's still in our culture today, right? You ask someone to go to a church gathering. Now, see, I run a church also, but it's not a church like you think about. It's a church. I, I preach in a hoodie on Sundays. It's like, and it's cool. You don't want to wear a suit and tie. Who cares? We're not trying to say, and that's so many people, oh, I'll come once I clean my life up. Well, that's behavior modification. I'll get my life right before I can hang with you. And that's not what it's about. It's about let's hang, let's hang together and help each other build, rebuild these walls. Let's help each other get fortified. Yeah, that's a cool way to live. Give me one, two, or three people I can be really close with. Help me build community. Help me learn identity. Help that identity fuel my behavior. 
So we live in a day and age that does not like the word responsible. Self-control has a key word in it. Self. You. You. It's your responsibility to engage self-control. When we don't engage self-control and we let our behaviors go wild, we are like a city who has been broken into and left without walls, no protection. The heart, our emotions, our will, our mind. When we leave self-control behind, I think about it, I'm a fitness guy. I love to work out. When I was 21, 22, I was benching 405. I was a beast in the gym. I'm still strong as an ox, right? I, I mean, I am strong. I'm 45 years old. I'm strong. I, I, am, I love to do things that have to do with strength. I don't bench 405 right now, but I could if I wanted to. I could get back to that. I don't, I would, I don't really think I'd have a problem doing it. But I'm bringing up fitness because, hey, the battle of the balls, we all, we all face this, right? Over the summertime, I was leaned out, feeling really good about myself. Since summertime, I've been busy, tired, working, grinding away, going after this passionate dream of Grace Ops, and and I run a church called The Grove. I love those two arenas, and mostly going after God. I want to I want to be a man after His own heart. So taking care of my family, there's all these energies in my life. Well, I've probably gained, I don't know, 10, 15 pounds since the summertime. It really doesn't ultimately crazy bother me because I don't look in the mirror and be like, oh, this, I'm so terrible. I, I'm i like a typical guy. I'll still have like a tricep dent in my tricep. I'll, be like, I'll just pop my tricep out and be like, yeah, I still got it. You know, even though I've got 15 pounds of fat on my gut, I'm still in shape because my tricep has a little crease in it. <laughs> Whereas our our wives, our women are different, right? They they see one pound or three pounds, like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. But let's relate it back to self-control. 15 pounds got on me because I let I didn't control my behavior. I did not control I I did not I did not control my behavior. <laughs> oh, I didn't do it. I caved. Got tired. I ate that late night snack. I'd I didn't stick to my intermittent fasting goals. They caved, right? The emotions. I just gave in like a weak little girl. <laughs> Whatever. Not that little girls are weak, but I'm a grown man. If I'm like a little girl, that's weak. So that's the analogy. But I cave. Gain weight. Get to where I don't want to be. Why? Why do I do that? Why? So even in that area, right, of just food intake, all the different emotions involved in food digestion, right? The, the taste, the timing of the day, the, the hunger, the disciplines, just that one area. When I don't engage self-control and I, allow my, I don't control my behavior of eating that food, eating that candy bar, smashing the sugar, whatever, when I don't control it, it gets, I'm like a I'm like a city who's been broken into and left without walls. So the key in those moments, so think about your life. Maybe it's in an area of parenting or leading. I mean, we all have this gnawing question sometimes, right? Am I doing the best I can in life? Am I doing the best I can as a father, running my family, running my business, managing my finances? 
I mean, man, I, I'm always asking that question. I can tell you areas I'm crushing it and killing it. And I can tell you, yeah, I'm, I'm not so hot there. I don't know a lot about that. And, and there's all kinds of things and we need each other. I mean, we really do. We really need community. We're wired for community. And this is one of the reasons why, because if I get two, three, four people close to me, now I'll run in a tribe much larger than that. I'll run 100, 200, 300 people, however much you want, but I, I don't have the capacity to be close to that many people. So the people I let get close to me are people that I want to help them in their lives have the fortified wall. How, how do I do that? Well, see, because here's one thing, right? I can't control other people. That's, that's a cool thing. This is about self-control. None of us have the power to control other people. And if you try to control those people through manipulation, it's a sign that you are a very weak person. You're weak. You got a weakness. It's a learned behavior. You, you, you're trying to manipulate, to control, to make yourself feel secure. And, and, you, and you create hell for those around you. It's about self-control. Controlling your own behaviors. It's rooted in your identity. So we want to help each other have, have fortified walls, protect ourselves. I don't know how many times I've said I'm sorry to my children about anger. But one of the cool things I always compliment myself on is that at least I said sorry. That's a big step. I'll work on it next time. Well, when the next time rolls around, it's about understanding where that behavior comes from and learning how to control it, self-control the behavior. Community is powerful for us. Helps us to rebuild those walls and to be fortified. So how are we doing? How are you doing in your life right now? All these categories. None of us are crushing it in every category. That's why we need each other. My identity fuels my behavior. Now, you might disagree with me, or maybe you tune in this podcast, and you're, you're not really into the Christian thing. I personally have found it to be very beneficial after 20-plus years of actually reading the Bible. That's actually been a very powerful thing in my life. It, it boosts faith. It gives me hope. It shows me identity. And you know what? When I really understand the heart of God and His love and His boundaries... I mean, it really makes me want to know. Yeah, it's mysterious. You haven't met God, I get it. You can't see God, I get it. It's very mysterious. And you can throw a lot of uh, interesting ideas at it, like, you know, it's a crutch for the weak-minded people. I get it. But my on the flip side of that, of all those stones being thrown, my response is, but maybe your eyes haven't been opened. Maybe I see something from an angle that you don't. Maybe we could learn from each other. So identity as a man. There's a lot of pressure on men today. There's a lot of points of pain and aches in the heart of a man today. So men, how are we governing ourselves? How are we going to repair the walls? So when I caved in the area of my food intake, I got to go in and actually rebuild that wall. Because everything comes in. Once it caves, it's like, it doesn't matter. 
if I eat, if I say I'm going to intermittent fast and I break it, I might as well eat 10,000 calories because that's about what's going to happen. That's just how I'm wired. In what area of your life is there, what area of your life do you feel like a, a city that was broken into and left without walls? Because God's grace wants to train you and train you and I together through community, through a band of brothers. Wants to train us to be self-controlled, to live upright, to live godly lives, to restore virtue and character in our lives. It's not a one and done. This is an overnight thing. It's a, I, I think the term is right when I say it's a long obedience in the same direction. Eugene Peterson book that I love. Sometimes it's a slow obedience, but it's about progression. So I want to motivate you today. Let grace train you. Open your mind. Dive into community. Build a band of brothers. I mean, really do these things. They're not just neat ideas that we talk about. Do these things, and it will actually change your life in a powerful way. So self-control comes from God, and God's grace is here to train us, to empower us, to live in self-control. So today, look at those areas where you're left without walls. Identify those areas in your life. Begin to rebuild those walls, and the way you do that is through self-control. Until next time, live upright.